give you gold. I give you gold and you just shit on macho it. Macho madness. Oh yeah, macho madness. Macho madness. No, macho, macho madness. Macho, ma- um, macho madness. Macho Super ma- macho Mario uh, Wii U Land, whatever that game was, yeah. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's Macho Madness oh. 3D World. Thank oh, you very much. Job. It's where we have Macho Man Randy Savage as Mario. Yeah, where's the where's all of the WWF uh, Nintendo crossovers? Everyone. Yeah, I know. What what the fuck, Vince? Oh, hey. it's me, Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, oh no, no, no. This is gonna be the Macho Man voice on Mario. It's gonna be like Luigi comes in. He's just like, oh. Let's let's go, Mario. You gotta jump on the heads, yay! <laughs> and then like, and then he comes in. He's like, "Oh yeah, gonna gonna do the oh. elbow elbow drop right off the oh yeah." Well, oh, I'm gonna get you, okay. Bowser. Well, so what we have in the oh, I'm gonna pin you one, it, two, three, because okay. I'm the cream of the crop. Colin, is it um, is it Macho Man having to like? Vamp inside of a Mario game, or is he just delivering <laughs> Mario's lines? Like a, conf- it, a confused Randy Savage yeah! who's been transported to the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> if he just if he just runs through and he's like doing a mixture of of like it's me, Mario. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, that's beautiful. Uh, boy, um, so if if he's Mario, then who is Macho Man's Wario? Hmm. <laughs> I feel like who always wanted to be Macho Man could never do it well. Damien Sandow. Oh God! What was it, Sandow? Who Who's the guy who was on TNA who played? I uh, will see. Macho- the problem was is that. Jay Lethal did an amazing. Yes, Macho it was Man. Jay Lethal. <laughs> and if you, <laughs> if you think it's he Macho was more Man Macho Man than if, Macho if Man. If you think, um, what what was his name? Fuck, I can't even remember what that goddamn thing was. He had a name, whatever. If you think that was good, wait till you hear him do Ric Flair. Woo! No, he has like not just the wooing. He has like the actual like speech pattern down. It's horrifying. Being a horrible fucking crazy old man. Yep. That's that's Mysterio without his mask, too. Anyway, we should probably get this podcast started. Well, yeah, but we're too busy watching Fall Brawl 99. <laughs> well, that's what's on the TV right now for uh, all the people at home. And that's Zach drinking a monster for all the people who like drinking ASMR. Is it? Yeah, there you go. Get a nice and audible, those gulps. There it is. So, uh, welcome to the I, bonus episode. Do you just call it ASMR every time we do bad radio? Yes. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, it's just something that somebody can masturbate to. <laughs> we can't make bad audio. It's it's like a... a, a Escalators can't ever break. They just can become stairs. Yes. You say bad radio, I just say something to wank off. Wait, you're masturbating our sound fight. It's Fight Forever, the bonus episode. Bonus minisode. Bonus episode. Ooh. Oh, yeah. 
Um, Mamma mia! You will have noticed by this point <clears throat> I'm much less anal retentive about sound quality because yep. it's uh, it's a, this is a chill we're going to just talk about stuff. Yeah, um, uh, we want to talk about New Japan and we'll get to that. But first, I kind of just want to talk about things that we didn't get to yesterday. Grab, grab bag. Gr- 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 grab bag. We fucking talked for like two hours about just shit that happened on TV, and there's so much more to what's happening. You know, we talked about a little bit, like, I like that we got into Emma before anybody fucking else did, because all the dirt sheet stuff happens at the end of the week for everyone. Yep. Um, except for Meltzer. Except Meltzer, because the only man who does that. Yes. Like, but everybody else reporting on Meltzer's reporting uh, happens at the end of the week, so we got to it first. Fuck y'all. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, you heard it first or didn't hear it because no one listens yeah. to our shit yet. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just want to talk about a few things that I just found interesting because, uh, you know, Lesnar just announced that he was retiring from UFC. Okay, cool. Which... I mean, he hadn't fought since uh, the Mark Cunt uh, fight. Yeah, I'm, I mean, whatever, dude. Dude gets paid more. Mo- well, dude makes easier money in WWE, and uh, also is not legally uh, uh, now f- uh, forbidden from yeah. ever performing. He's not again. eligible to compete, and yeah. if he ever decides to go back to UFC, he has to serve the rest of his suspension. So. Well, I mean, uh, fucking Bellator would grab him in a heartbeat, but he would never take enough. They couldn't offer right. him enough money, you know what I mean? Right, they don't have I mean, enough money. No, to... he would take it. He would take it, but he they just don't have enough. Right. Um. But yeah, he's out of the the USADA uh, drug testing pool, so he's he's as good as gone. Do you remember UFC 200? Like, do you remember watching that? I do. Um. I do. Do you remember when we, we got were... we got stuck next to that table of fuckers smoking cigars inside. I mean, I enjoy cigar smoke, well, so it yeah, didn't bother cool. me at all. Also, well, you know, you don't have garbage lungs. Yeah. I didn't even smoke, and I have this... <laughs> Which is impressive to yeah, me. Yeah, I know. I didn't I can't, <laughs> I can't do that. How do you get that, like, high-pitched... I don't know, man. It's so interesting. They, just, they call me Wheezy. It's, it's kind of astounding. Weezy freak, um, yeah. What well, UFC two hundred? We were idiots and left before the main event. Yeah, which was the okay. best part which of that the best fucking fight. Oh man! Well, God, what what else happened there? Silva versus uh, yeah, it was Silva versus uh Cormier. Yeah, Cormier. That would be the other one. Yeah, that because, was a good match. Because uh, fucking Bones could make it. All the drugs. All the drugs. Whatever bones. happened to Bones? Uh, apparently he's supposed to come back. He's serving the rest of his fucking suspension. No. So, poor dude. I mean, I just feel bad because it's like, oh, I have a coke problem. Well, I mean, fix that. That's not, Stop doping, buddy. Well, that's not dope. I mean, that's a drug. It's not doping, precisely, but... Dope? Isn't that coke? I thought that was... Weed. Uh, dope can be anything. Oh. Dope can be meth. The no drug agency? Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard dope referred to as so many different things. And you say, "Bam, um, goddamn, this is the dope jam." But yeah. let's define the term called dope, and you think I mean funky now? Nope. I mean, I can keep going. This is a truth tale. Hell, 
Okay, I can't keep going. I you can't move remember. if you want to move. No, you're got you. That's ahead. <laughs> that's. <laughs> the problem is this. We gotta fix it. <laughs> that's that's. Okay, I mean, I guess that's still Night of the Living Bass Heads, but still. I'm talking about bass, 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 bass. Oh, that's some good shit. Um, man. Whatever happened to Chuck? Uh, I mean, Flavor Flav became a piece of shit, well, so. <laughs> b- became? <laughs> Was out in public being a piece very of shit. Pu- a very public, very successfully public piece of shit. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, man. But hey, I mean, Still he got, he you, got to bang Brigitte Nelson, so. <laughs> oh, joy. Oh, good. Oh, great. Wait, so what? Yeah, that, I mean, you remember um, when Flavor Flav debuted in the UFC? That was a hell of a fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, But, you know, I, I don't know if the UFC's really taking a huge loss with. What, Lesnar? Nah. Yeah. Uh, they had his return match. It's fine. Yeah. I'm wondering if. You know, things uh, would have turned out better. Or <laughs> it's just funny to me if Lesnar would have lost that fight against Mark Hunt, then <laughs> would then would that have turned out, you know, really terribly for him in terms of his character? What? No. Because... On WWE? No, but then they're just like, oh, he's a performer and. He's a fighter, and he fought a real good fight. Do they fight. plan that for both ways? I wonder. What? Him winning or losing against Mark Hunt? <laughs> I'm not amused. <laughs> Probably. I mean, like, you'll remember what was happening around that twi- twi- time point. The time point was basically the, uh, was the draft. So... He was off TV. They might have done something with him. Um, but it was the draft and then the Randy Orton match. So, I mean, the build probably would have gone similarly between uh, both, honestly. Right. Yeah. Um, and other things that I figured that we could talk about so in this little grab bag. Who cares? Um, yeah. Who cares? Fuck Lesnar. Um, he's going to end up being Universal Champ. All right. <laughs> I think so. Well... Well, we can bet on that. I think Goldberg keeps it for one pay-per-view, and then it goes to someone else. Yes, indeed. Um, I mean, a pay-per-view after Mania. Yep. So, I don't know, dude. I what else know. are we talking about? Uh, I wanted to also talk about what I found interesting in terms of uh, in terms of Cena's backstage politics. <laughs> Cena, John, yeah, John. John Boy Cena, who is just the the saddest man. Yeah. Just I just want everyone. I'm gonna. I can't say this enough. I want everyone to like. Uh, I was about to say subscribe, follow. I guess is the word on like, the one. Like follow, subscribe. Follow his Instagram because follow, follow his Instagram. It is so beautiful. Well, watch watch Total Bellas to actually get an idea of what kind of sad weirdo he is. But um, the Instagram is a particularly nice look and decide his uh, very weird kind of thing. <laughs> He's a really strange guy. Um, and I didn't realize yeah. how fucking bizarre he is. Um, He's just kind of a strange little sad divorcee um, with a lot of money. What's the clown? 
What's the clown that's sad and goes to the the uh, therapist and they say, go see this clown because he's pretty good? And then they say, he says, doctor, go see Pagliacci. I'm very, doctor, I'm really sad. And then the doctor says, Pagliacci. Go see Pagliacci. He's great. He'll pick you right up. And then he says, doctor, but I'm Pagliacci. And then the doctor's like, oh, my God, can I have your autograph? So Pagliacci gives him an AA through a table. <laughs> and retains in 426. Oh, you can't see me. My time is now. Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no. I mean, he's a sad, weird dude, so I, I guess he's like happy to be go doing these outside projects, but like, he's not like a complete shithead like uh, Hogan was. Um, so, or Shawn Michaels, or I don't know, CM Punk, or Triple H, or probably anybody else. Um, and I think he learned from that time where he single-handedly ruined all of the Nexus. Yeah, dude. John Cena, John Cena and his team of dumb fucking idiots. Or when he did those really horrible things to Zack Ryder. Yeah, he's the worst friend. <laughs> we, we so, oh. so what you're getting at is um, he insisted on putting over Bray Wyatt. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna let him just take it. He'll get. He'll go over on Styles." This guy does not have a history of being, you know, this charitable. But he straight up said, "You know, I'm not gonna be around after WrestleMania, so fuck it. Uh, let me eat that sweet, sweet Wyatt pin." Well, again, like a couple of wins on Cena on his way out made Styles. I mean, oh, you, yeah. you know, not like. I mean, in as much as... You remember what Styles was doing in 2016? What was he doing? I mean, no, I'm just asking you. That's a that's a rhetorical question. It's actually not rhetorical. Do you, yes or no? Remember what he was doing when? Uh, oh, sorry, 2015 when he came in. 2015. Well, I wasn't he like... He was Bullet Club... For later, like two weeks. For like two weeks. And he fought Nakamura... And then he got put in the Royal Rumble in January of 2016. <laughs> and or, no, 2016, whatever. I mean, it was just like, Styles was like good and everyone was excited and he like got to work with Jericho, which, you know, I don't know if you remember Y2AJ. Yeah. It was cool, but it was like a couple of wins on Cena fucking shot him into a completely different stratosphere. Yeah. And especially when Cena was like not around, gave him room to do his thing. Like, um, I think it showed that, hey, we can kind of trust people that aren't Cena to keep the show afloat. I mean, Cena is still very much ratings, but the guy's not going to be around either way, so you might as well leave the How guy. How old is he? 38, 39? God, he's just so fucking good. Yep. Um. Well, your peaks in your late 30s, that's where everyone seems to crescendo in their I'm stuff. hearing the possibility. I mean, I, I don't know if it's going to be a thing, but I just, I feel like what's a WrestleMania caliber match is having a Styles versus Orton match. Um, like that is just 
something I would kill for myself. And these are two guys who are around the same age. Yep. You know, it's not like, you know, and Cena was the same story, but, you know, it's the second biggest guy in the company, you know? Yeah. No, I think everyone, I think everyone's aware and kind of wants to see it, so uh, it's probably a SummerSlam match. I don't know if that goes to Mania, but it's definitely a SummerSlam or a Survivor Series. Well, when Orton wins the title? Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, so, yeah, I, I just found it really surprising that Cena volunteered for that, and that's really cool that, you know, that was something that was really notable in the Meltzer newsletter. Mm. Um, Good job. And good job. <laughs> yeah, good job, John. Way good to be job. a good wrestle boy and not fuck up everyone that isn't you this time. So, what else, what else? Uh, Harper... Uh, oh, they may fucking throw Harper into the main event. Hey, good. They scene. should. They're thinking about doing that WrestleMania event. Like, it's very possible that upcoming on Tuesday that it's going to be Harper who wins that battle royal. That'd be fun. Cause there's plenty of legs. There's plenty of legs for Harper to go with Wyatt. You know, right? And. There's sort of this weird, ambiguous... Uh, I say it's ambiguous, whatever. He's as important as they want to make him seem like, you know? But if he's facing off with Wyatt, who's now main event, even though Orton or and Harper were, you know, just dropped it to American Alpha, who was decidedly mid-card not all that long ago, the perception yeah. now is, okay, he's up at this level. I'd be very excited. I, um... Well, I think I think our love of Luke Harper isn't any secret. I don't think that they anticipated how well Luke Harper would be received uh, in that Orton Harper match. Yeah, well, good. And, I, I mean, think, he really was. I think it's a testament to both men. But again, it's. I think people are ready to kind of. The Wyatt family is very good. He was good doing the Wyatt family. I think. Um, I think people are maybe ready to see where he goes. From here. What else he can do? Yeah, and it also, if you keep him up there, then it will make sense when Eric Rowan comes back. You know, to do something with him He's to kind of on explain. Raw. He's back on Raw. They're just going to put him on fucking Raw? He's going to be on Raw. He's going to tend his grapes and solve Rubik's Cubes. <sighs> I told you, he's a fucking... He's a... He's a... He's a um, an idiot savant he's an idiot, viking? He's an idiot savant... Viking. That's going to be his gimmick. He's a big, dumb, probably somewhere on the autistic spectrum, monster. So that's I'm why triggered. I'm just... Listen, they all are... It's, it's, it is a condemnation of the American he uh, mental health care system, I'm telling you. Randy Orton literally has voices in his head. Oh, man. I'm telling you. So, Randy Orton represents mental illness. They all represent different kinds of mental illness. Of mental illness. Um, the seven deadly sins. Hey, uh, what do you think about... Because we haven't talked about this at all, and I guess because neither of us care that much. But because we have an opportunity right now, and we're just kind of bullshitting here. Yeah, we didn't rehearse this bit. Wait, hold on. Uh, what do you think of... What do you think of Paige? That whole Paige movie thing with The Rock and... Um, uh, it's probably cool. Like, 
Yeah, I didn't ask you about. I mean, this. I don't. Like, I don't know what's, what's there to think. Like, they have. It's a weird. It's a weird, goofy fucking family. Um, I don't know. The Rock's a big Hollywood boy now, and um, yeah. Just why did they pick this up? Especially if every report is saying that Paige's relationship with WWE is not so good. Well, right it's now. not so good, but this will help. A little bit of money. A little bit of money will help. Would you want to go see that? Maybe. Because apparently they're going to film something for it next week at the Staples Center in L.A. or whatever. I don't know where it is. Staples Center is Los Angeles. Los Angeles, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're going to film something with a live audience for that, so there's going to be tons of images of what What's-Her-Name looks like. and It's probably good. It's going to be a hell of a good cast. Probably is cool. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of want to just see it whenever they're done with it and it comes out. I'm, I'm curious. Maybe I'm why really not? Really curious. As of right now, I am. We'll see how I am when it goes through editing and is out what in winter of this year. Sure. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it for, uh, you know, the stuff that I that we didn't really get into. Might be cool. Yeah, you know, things that I'm just like, oh, you know, offhanded mentions. Cool. Um, Check our at mentions. Yeah. On so Twitter. So what else? Uh, yeah. By the way, with Twitter, we need to get better at live tweeting. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you know. I yeah. I actually kind of wanted to do this with uh, the New Japan stuff when I was watching today. I was thinking about live tweeting. Yeah, well, yeah. My you, thoughts, you, like yeah, way you, late thoughts on New well, Japan. Yeah. Yeah, but you can just give them right now. Yeah, and I thought eh, I'm just about to record it anyway. All so right. cool. Let's see it. Da, so. da, 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 New Japan. I'll probably put a music break in here. Oh, wait. I lied. I'm just doing it right now. Da, 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 da. So, Sapporo. New beginning in Sapporo. New beginning in Sapporo. Okay. Oh, that's racist. That was 100% racist. I'm at least <laughs> making an, a genuine, if terrible, attempt to mimicking the actual announcer. So, oh. what was your experience with New Japan before this? So, so um, I have heard a lot of things. So, I've yeah, seen... Yeah, I tell you repeatedly. Well, I, okay, okay. I've seen Styles v. Nakamura. Yeah. Um, I, I saw... I saw most of Wrestle Kingdom 11. I showed you... I showed you parts of Wrestle Kingdom 9, I think it was? Yeah. That was... That A been, long time ago. Yeah, that was Nakamura... Um, uh, Nakamura Ibushi? Yeah. Was it... And that was, like, way back in the day. Because Kenny Omega at that point was still, like, A wrestling dolls, wasn't he? Uh no 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 no. Oh wait no, he was wrestling a little girl. No no, dude. That was, I I remember I saw that. Yeah, a I long showed time you that, ago. but that wasn't that wasn't he that was not in New Japan. That wasn't. No, it was a little Japanese girl though. Yeah. Oh, I, I forget her name. No. Um. God, and I can't remember the fucking blow up doll's name either. It's, I I should say I know nothing about New Japan or anything to do with this shit. Like well, this is a brand new experience. So if you're wanting like. 
expert, you know, knowledge on this, then God, go talk no. to Dave. Yeah, please. A, no, don't. He's a fucking mark for Japan. Oh, I'm calling you out, Meltzer. Um, no, uh, he would have been in, oh, fuck, I, DDT, I think, was when all that, where all that happened. No, um, no, Russell Kingdom 9, I think he would have been, he might not have been in Bullet Club at all. If he was, he was a junior heavyweight. Yeah. I've shown you select matches here and there. I think we watched Okada Tanahashi from that year. Um... Some of Wrestle Kingdom 9 and 10 you've seen, but good chunks of 11. So you're coming in kind of new, huh? Yeah, pretty green to all this. Well. Uh, and a lot of these angles I know nothing about, but I'm kind of, you know, you can... The nice thing about these guys is that they pretty clearly piece it together, and the commentators are pretty good at... So you did watch it in English? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. So, what did you think of the commentators? Uh, Had you heard either of these men? They're okay. Um, I've I think I've heard these guys before. Kevin Kelly would be the play-by-play guy. Mm-hmm. He's was on Ring of Honor and he's been doing New Japan for a while. Yeah. Um. So maybe if I've shown you some recent stuff, um, or if you've seen any Ring of Honor, the uh, the the new color guy is uh, Don Callis. Mm-hmm. Um. He's on a podcast I listen to. Killing the Town's actually pretty solid. Um, At moments, I could kind of tell when somebody was talking in their ear. Uh, yeah. You could really tell when somebody well, was... Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Callus is pretty new to it. I mean, not commentating, obviously, but he hadn't been calling New Japan. Uh, they lost Steve Carino, who is now a trainer at the Performance Center. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Carino of ECW fame and blah, 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 all that shit. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was. They are. You're in the. You are. You have heard the start of the next commentary tag team going on. Oh man. Oh yeah. You're. I right. mean, it. It was okay. Yeah. It wasn't great. Like, and just in terms of you know polishedness, but I mean, you can tell that you know American commentary. Like, it was good. Yeah. And it was fine for what they had to do. Like, they did a fine job. But you know, you can just tell it. It's not that. That's not the main priority of what they focus on. Well, and that, they're not a, they don't have the, uh, the the rapport yet to really right. Yeah, but it's cool. It, you you watch Wrestle Kingdom and it's clear that they can get back to that point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Let's just dive into. I mean, yeah. You go through. You tell me what you saw, and I will be here. I will be the contextualizer. So, uh, I saw. First, I'll just start with Sapporo. Um, that's how time works. Yes, that's how time works. Uh, Yoshihashi versus uh, Azuka. I told you. I told you um, to watch. I told you to watch this. So yeah, started with that. I watched, and God, uh, Azuka is just so bizarre. This man on a leash. Yes, as he comes through, and he's just I. I love big hoss fucking just old bastards coming through and just being So that's that's kind of the fun thing about um about Suzuki Gun. Mm-hmm. Uh accepting Shelton X Benjamin who is, you know, WWE bound eventually. Did Shelton Benjamin cheat like these fuckers do? Because kind of 
God um, damn, well, these guys. Was just, yeah, yeah. They're like Bugs Bunny cheaters, yeah, though. I know, I know. <laughs> um, sort of, he was like the athletic one, obviously. Yeah. Um, but Suzuki Gun is fun because everyone is kind of old. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> your youngest dude is, I think, everyone's in like their mid-30s or older. So it's yeah. like, you know, it's like a David Hart Smith and like Lance Hoyt are your... Like, oh man! Like the young lions of the group, so it's like, oh well, cool. Um, but Azuka is fucking amazing, isn't that a cherry fucking gimmick, dude? Yeah, it's so good. It's almost what I wish Kane was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would play, I would play that character forever. If I if I wrestled, I would be Azuka my whole life, and I would him or Yano. Those fuckers are smart. Okay, we'll get to Yano. We'll get to Yano. We'll get to Yano. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I fucking love Azuka because I mean he is literally Undertaker's age. He's like a fifty-year-old yeah. fucking. He's not even good. No, in the ring. he was never good. <laughs> but you just have this thing that's like you just uh, love him though. Wear a fucking dog collar and be uh, shitty, and, and so, try to beat up commentators. Beat up con. Although, <sighs> like that, yeah, that guy that um. Usually what he'll do, like, there was, honestly, God, there was a commentator, I forget the fucking name now, where he would, like, rip his jacket off and his fucking shirt open and, like, fucking spray paint him, cartoon characters and shit. Like, he would fucking just, like, HR violations left and right. But, uh, yeah, they don't do it. He didn't do it to the new guy in his return match. I'm sure we'll get to it. Um, yeah. Uh, um, um, so, yeah, Yoshihashi, Yoshihashi over... What do you think about Yoshihashi? Uh... I mean, not as notable to me, at least. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he was obviously the better oh, yeah. wrestler. Well, you he, know, Hashi's been one of their kind of longer term projects. Just like a, a young, young ish dude, kind of. We'll we we'll talk about how young boys work and all that shit. But um, Yoshihashi's yeah. is like um, a solid up and comer in the chaos faction. So I'll tell you, a lot of the guys in chaos, and I mean, a lot of like the the. You know, when, when it pops up in Osaka, like the young lions and all that, like, it's very reminiscent to me of, uh, it just reminds me of Man with the Iron Fists. Racist. I mean, no, they, they, they have that same style and like fashions, like, uh, the, the lions in Man with the Iron Fists. You remember that shit? Yeah. Like yeah. it, it's really reminiscent of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or I guess Man with the Iron Fist is reminiscent of that. Yeah, well, you know? they're they're both pulling from... They yeah. have a shared ancestry. Yeah, of folklore, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, next, uh, Rapungi Vice uh, versus Suzuki Gun. Uh, you know, which, who, who was in that? It was uh, Minoku and... Michi, Takamichi Noku and... Oh. Oh God! Who would have uh, the junior? Uh, would have been El Desperado, right? The one in the mask. Uh, yeah, no, no, no! It would have been no. El, El Desperado is challenging for the next one. Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Yeah, that's what I wrote down. Yes, Tai Chi. Yeah, the other one though. The other one um, that was in the mask for a while. Yeah, I'm like I'm reading off of these notes here too because yeah. I'm like I don't know anybody's fucking name. Well, I don't have results pulled up. I'm yeah. just off the dome here. Um, um, so, yeah, it was uh, IWGP Junior Tag Team Champion Championship match. Yep. 
Um, and Rapungi Vice retained. Yes. Uh, Suzuki Gun, that tag team was cheating like fucking crazy. Yeah, um, and it was just cartoony how it went, like, you know, just like the chick would pop in and then the guy brought out the chair. Yeah. Here's here's my one question, though, and maybe you can answer this for me. Yeah. Um, refs, why don't, you know, I, I guess it's just my first instinct when I saw it. Mm-hmm. So the chick comes out. And yeah, the ref, and the ref is yelling at her, and, and then he's all distracted. Him. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, the the other guy brings out uh, one of the Suzuki Gun guys brings out a chair. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, fucking, uh, fucking uh, Romero, uh, grabs the chair and is like, "Fuck you, nope, I'm gonna use it." And then he beats the hell out of the guys that aren't involved in the match with yeah. the chair which is yeah and then he still got the chair in hand when the referee turns around and, and the referee just yelled out no chair no chair and then takes it and just throws it out of the ring yeah and I'm wondering why uh, there wasn't a DQ angle like why didn't the opponent just well, think to play like Eddie Guerrero yeah well it's it's not um, there's a history of refs are much more lenient with and I mean I suppose also the DQ angle would not result in a title change, so yeah. that wouldn't play to his advantage. Yeah, I mean it's well, and again, it's just less of a, it's less of a thing in Japan to do the DQ angle sort of thing. Yeah, because there's a much more there's a much greater emphasis on it being like a a sport, a spectacle, of an event sort of thing. Yeah. So like they always. I don't know. It's treated a little bit differently there. That's why Bullet Club is such a big deal because yeah. they started. The difference between they're both heel groups that both cheat incessantly, but the difference with Bullet Club is that it was kind of an American Southern, uh, Southern U.S. sort of wrestling kind of cheating and disqualification sort of nonsense. Uh, Suzuki Guns. I don't know. It's sort of weird to say, but they just they let Suzuki Gun get away with a lot of their same shit. Yeah, um, refs are less apt to um, disqualify. Because if you watch an Izuka match and he doesn't fucking completely destroy your your uh, uh, susp- suspense of disbelief... Um, oh, and I'll get to that on the Osaka match with... Oh, yeah, yeah, with, with the, the, yeah. the tag. Yeah, yeah that but tag match. But, but especially with everything that, like, uh, Taichi's valet was doing and then they throw people through the tables and all kinds of shit, like, there was always... Taichi always has a table spot, or usually does. It's, yeah. It's just cheating's fucking rampant. And yes. they let him get away with it. Um, but yeah, in the end, cool-ass little move from uh, from Rapungi Vice. I yeah. like those guys. They're fun. Um, yeah, fun guys. And it was it was cool in the end. Um, you know, they retained. You know, I, I want to see them do more. Uh Next was Chaos uh, over on uh, GBH. Uh, oh, this would have been the... So um, Yano, uh, Yano and Ishii versus... Uh, would have been Togi Makabe and... Uh, 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 um, Hamaki Tonma. Uh, Tomoaki Hanma. Sorry. Hanma, yeah. Hanma. Tomo- and uh, also Suzuki Gun would have been in this match. So... Yeah, and also a Killer Elite Squad. Yeah, Killer um, Elite Squad. With Lance Archer and, and Davey Boy. Davey Boy, yeah. And uh, before I get to Yano... Yeah. <laughs> before... Uh, before we get to that, yeah. open that can of worms. Um, fucking uh, Lance... Lance Archer was so goddamn funny. Oh, he's very good. He kept, like, pushing the fucking camera guy. No. Watching him 
uh, on his entrance, mm-hmm. where he just Spit like on people. He did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fucking, it's Triple H, but like, yeah, done like a thousand times worse. <laughs> yeah, he just actually he went over the barrier and just actually spat on people. Yeah, I know it's really good. <laughs> God damn. No, it's super good. He's such an asshole. And he's a local boy, too. Woo! Go he's local? He's local, yeah. From where? Uh, It's uh, it's outside of College Station, but he fucking did a bunch of shit up here in Dallas and Arlington. Some bitch! Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, way to go! Yeah. No wonder I like that guy. Yeah, you could just tell. You just tell. He was... was I mean, if... I'm not a fan of Davy Boy, but... He's weird. Yeah, that whole family gets kind of weird sometimes. Yeah, some of them are better at hiding it than others, like Natty. But it, uh. yeah, but um, fucking, let's just get to Yano because oh, you got nothing about um, oh fuck, who's the other one? Ishi, Ishi. I mean, Ishi's really cool again because he's he's the older guy. Yeah, kind of squatty. They squat mer- the fucking. Well, they're both fat. Yeah, they're they, both, <laughs> yeah. But usually Ishi's Yano's, the fat one. Yano's kind of the softer guy who's eh, yeah. Uh, Yano is weak. doughy. Ishii's a fucking like squat motherfucker. He's a fucking. He's just a human square. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, he he. Listen, yes, he headbutts and hits hard like a goddamn yeah. crack. And so he's like legitimately yeah. menacing. But, but Yano, but Yano being the fucking doughy, and then in the end, just like punching the shit out of everybody in the balls. Like, <laughs> I love it. Jesus. Yeah, no. So that's the thing. He's he's that same kind of relentless cheater, and he'll always do it. He'll untie the, the turnbuckle padding, spit water, throw things at you, kick you in the balls, pull the hair, always yeah. runs at first thing. But again, but, that dude is... Um, that dude is about Tanahashi's age and kind of came up at the same time and was a serious wrestler for a little while. But he found the good fucking gimmick. I would be a fat, dumb, cheating piece of shit that runs from everything. Because that's a... Yeah. You could do that. They don't expect... He always gets an easy match. Everyone can have mm-hmm. fun with him. He can do comedy spots. And it's all... I'm, I don't get tired of it. It's the same cheating all over and over. But I don't get tired of watching Yano. It's a good... It's a good... Uh, it's a good combo, those two. Yeah. And uh, his little shrug. Mm. When he wins... Mm. And he also stole <laughs> RVD's... Thing. Yes, he did. I think literally he just started doing it. He had to face RVD, so he took it, and it just stuck. And it just stuck for Yano Toru. I mean, that's that's fine. Way to go, buddy. Um, Good job. And yeah, so they they retained for the IWGP Tag Championship. Yep. Um, and then finally, the last match of the night, and mm. I I had to sit down and chew on this one because I told Jesus you. Christ, not told you. Okay, so Okada versus Suzuki uh, for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Um, so Okada just puts on some hella good hour-long fucking matches. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Yep. Um, He's the ace. And this match is a slow burner, for sure. And, I mean, I know that there's a lot of people who have... Like, I've been listening to the opinions on it before I even saw it. Yeah. Um, and there's so many people who are calling this a garbage match. Um, so many people who are calling it the best match ever. And it's neither. Yeah. Because I'll still put Omega Okada over well, that match. yeah, okay, because they flip and jump through tables. Well, and not just that, but they... The pacing was 
very multifaceted, and this was very much, it was the same move, I mean, this was an hour-long match, and 40 minutes of it was just spent in fucking knee Bars. submission yeah. holds. But that's what you get, that's what you get with Suzuki, he is... I mean, again, Japan is really good with handling these old bastards. Yeah. These big hoss, you know, old bastards who well, come through and they just fucking... It's, I mean, the fact, it's the fact that Suzuki was, is one of the most talented fucking, um was one of the most talented shoot wrestlers of the 90s, was like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they talked about it. Founded Pancrase, yeah. all that stuff. But, like, the fact that he was such a fucking monster that he's still this fucking good when he is this age. Yes. And he's not working a cherry gimmick where he gets to just be run around like he's a Frank, dumb Frankenstein man. Like, no. no. He's a miserable fucking um, bastard, and I will rip you apart, and I will make you hurt. For every inch of your life, and I will enjoy it because I'm a nor fucking Suzuki. He's so good. Yeah, and it's fucking genius. Yeah, man, and he's so great, and he's he's a complete different thing than what you get from. Um, he's a completely different kind of animal you get from where what Kenny Omega did with Okada. Yeah. Let's wait. See if it's still going. I'm sure it is. Yeah, told you. Is it? Yeah, there it goes. Okay, cool. Told you. Yeah, just because yeah. you technical difficulty. Yeah, no, we're oh. good. I'll cut that out. Yep. Yeah, no, he's a complete different animal. What you get out of uh, what you get from Kenny Omega and uh, Tanahashi and these guys, and he brings different things out of Okada than Tanahashi yes. and Omega do. So many sleeper holds, so many knee bars, and then just like a couple fucking rainmakers. And then, boom, we're done. Um, mm -hmm. And isn't that just... And what makes it even better is how that fed into the storytelling for their next encounter at Osaka. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. You know, this was thorough storytelling. And what I'm noticing about, especially the main events in New Japan, is that uh, the pattern is they take these stories, you know, like what's the approach to how we're going to make this match. Yeah. And then they just fucking stick with it. Yeah. You know, there's no inconsistency, no fucking, uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, nothing's, um, nothing's outside of this story that they've told already. Like everything is a, it makes sense. You know, yep. there is no non sequitur to that. Well, um, there's no thing that really, you know, they stuck with this. You know, I'm just gonna fucking bum his knee. Yeah, I mean, they don't, they don't do week to week television. You know, so mm -hmm. um, it's just they go on these tours, they go on these small tours, and they have their big shows in it, so they know what they're doing, and then they stick to it. Um, and you'll get like you'll get like back-to-back -back shows like this and um and uh they know where they're going ahead of time and uh the guys know well enough how to to do their job that the, you get this sick sick shit it's i mean super good and the amount of pain that okada sold throughout that match i mean it almost felt like shoot fighting for a minute there yeah and uh i mean i just I had this uh, psychosomatic response, like my knee suddenly started fucking aching. <laughs> I, I wonder how you feel with your 
you know, fucking watching that. Oh, yeah. No, it's bad. My fucked up knees just fucking inverts and twists and breaks. Just sympathetic. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I know. But I love Suzuki. There is, you really need to check out from the G1, I think, uh, a year or two ago. Suzuki versus yeah. AJ Styles. Ooh, sit and marinate on that one. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. No, oh, man, amazing. Yeah, I'd love to check that out. Yeah, so that was Sapporo. Um, and then we rolled into Osaka. Yes, Osaka. So, the new beginning. Osaka. So, I kind of had to skip some stuff here because I just yeah. didn't know what the fuck was going on. Well, um, did you watch the trios match? Trios? Uh, the uh, Los Ingobernables versus Tanahashi. Yeah, so I started actually before that. Okay, cool. I started with where I really started. Uh, I skipped the first uh, three matches and started with Chaos versus Suzuki Gun. So it was Okada. And Rapungi Vice, right? Yeah. Versus. Um, Okada, Rapungi Vice versus uh, Suzuki, Suzuki and. Uh, tai Chi and then uh, Kanemaru. Kanemaru, yeah. Um, yeah, um, Kanemaru. He's, yeah. he's new. I think they picked him up. Suzuki Gun was gone for two years in a stint in Pro Wrestling Noah. I think they mm. picked up Kanemaru there. He's not one that was in New Japan when, or at least one that, if he was, I was definitely not aware of him. He was not one that was around when they left. So, yeah. Kanemaru. And again, throughout this entire match in Osaka, uh, what I really noticed was um, Okada, you know, would have been clutch for Chaos, but Suzuki Gun picks up the win specifically because he was in such, Okada is yeah. in such pain with his yeah, knee, yeah, yeah. and Suzuki just kept fucking working it throughout the entire mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. You know, little like drop kicks to the knee, just shit like that, working that knee the entire time, and um, you know that making Suzuki Gun pick up the win there, even though they lost, you know, earlier. Yep. Because Suzuki Gun won one match on the uh, the Sapporo card, so they needed they needed to pick up a win there. Well, some of those were like they look good in defeat. Some of them um, were probably, I think, a lot of the wins that they got tonight uh, on the Osaka card were supposed to be, um, you know, out of in 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 uh, reaction to what they lost on Sapporo. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to it, I'm sure. Later. How do you feel, by the way? Just random thought. Yeah. Uh, Pretty all right. I'm a little tired. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, mm. you know, I could, uh, I can use a beer. Oh, okay. I mean, we'll, we'll get one after this. Um, But fucking, I, I just mean, like, WWE, what if they started handling that? Because I noticed uh, the club uh, started wearing gear that actually specifically says BC for Bullet Club, you know, on their fucking gear. So... BC? Yeah. Was it BC or GB? It was BC? It was BC. Okay, well... You know, they they are specifically... So, I don't know if they're starting to get Bullet Club into WWE, or if... You know, this is... It's just kind of intriguing to me with where they're going with that. How would I feel Um, if what... If New Japan factions bled into the WWE universe. But not like... Because they're fine acknowledging New Japan. Of course they are. They're over that. They're over... They won't acknowledge TNA, though. Well, TNA is beneath notice. 
Um, but they will talk about New Japan. No, nah, well, the, they, New Japan is not in their market, you know? Like, they won't talk about people in Britain. Uh, or they, they will, but, like, I think they have working agreements or they're working on working agreements with people like Progress and ICW and all that shit. Right. Um, but they'll mention New Japan because they're not looking to expand there. And a lot of these guys made their... A lot of their guys made their bones in New Japan, so they kind of have to. Um, you mean, how do I feel about the guys... New Japan talent that they contract from New Japan to when they make, like, a a WWE-ified version of their old factions, right? Yeah. Not like we're pulling in... We're, we're, we have a working agreement with New Japan, and we're pulling in Bullet Club. Like, no, I mean, like, they try to make new factions out of... Depends. Depends. I would like to see the club kind of act like Bullet well, Club. It's that interesting be because, um, you know, New Japan kind of functions like old-school WCW, you know? Everything's kind of... How so? I mean, just the WCW, NWO. Show your angle. work. What? I mean, just how there was factions there between the two of those. Yeah, I mean, they've definitely... New Japan... And New Japan isn't even the most faction-heavy one. Like, God, we could talk about Dragon Gate, where it's very literally, you you are part of a unit. Um, No, New Japan is very faction-heavy. Like, it is an ongoing, important part of the, I guess, overall landscape. What factions kind of you know, have what heat and stuff going on. Um, I would be interested. It'd be cool to see. I would like to see the club get to act more like they, what made me love them in the first place. Yeah. Um, although they would definitely have to curse less because (laughs) they're on television in a language that the the viewing audience does understand. Um, Um, yeah, but it'd be, it'd be sort of cool. I mean, you can't, I don't see how all of them translate over you know i think uh bullet club might be the only one that really does but i think chaos could uh yeah i don't know there's just a sort of weird context with them that you have to you have to get or you have to understand at least yeah they'd have to take time to set it up um so anyway next um anyway anyway ask me a question and then get pissed when i answer it Thoroughly? I mean, I'm not, I'm not pissed, but I'm just trying to move on. Yeah, it's, it's free content. Come on, uh, I, all of our content is free content. Ask me about anything you want to know, and what you don't want to know, I'll tell you about my wiener. Okay, uh, never open weight six man tag team championship. Yes, hold on, Bushi, evil, and Sonata. Versus uh, Ryusuke Taguchi, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Manabu Nakanishi. There you go. Yeah, I knew that one. Way to go. Yeah, uh, LIJ wins. Yep. Six-man tag match. Really fucking fun I shit. like trios. Trios are fun. Six-man tag matches are cool. Because everyone has enough... Uh, there, every there's You can have long matches and everyone can come in do their spots. And have a decent amount of work with everyone else, and it's 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 always enough that it stays fresh. And it was way shorter than I anticipated it yeah. being. You know, I was kind. They were so Tanahashi is basically John Cena of uh, New Japan. I'm sure they probably talked about it, but Ace, yes. 
Ace is uh, your Hulk Hogan's, your Rocks, your your uh, uh, Stone Colds. He's basically the face of the generation. Um, and they do this real cool thing that I wish they would kind of do. New Japan lets their big their big big names and old timers kind of work easier matches, sort of in the downtimes. You probably fast forward through a lot of it, but if you watch the opening tag matches, most of the guys involved in those now, the old dudes, are former world heavyweight champions. Huh. Like, like uh, they're just big guys that they're giving a break. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you still want to see them bring the crowds in, but they just you can't you can't work at main event levels anymore. So we'll put you in an opening multi-man match, or we'll give you no. the trios titles. You mean they don't treat their guys like fucking carnies? As much. Well, or the guys don't act like carnies as much, where they still insist on trying to yeah. maneuver for the SummerSlam spot, uh, for the, the main event of SummerSlam 05, and then right. uh, try to go over Shawn Michaels. Goddammit, Hulk Hogan, you piece of shit. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a fun match. It was it very was, comedic. It was really, really, yeah, it was very comedic. You know, check it out. I'm not even gonna really get into the specific spots. Um... But uh, because I really want to talk about uh, yep. this, may have been my favorite match. No, it was very good of the whole thing. I don't know, but Osprey versus Shibata. Ooh. Ooh. So I think about why I like wrestling. Um, and I know it's sort of weird sometimes, but I like to see the 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 fighting game aspect of it. I want to see this guy fight this guy. Like, what's the weird mixed styles we'll get here? And Will Ospreay, this young, high-flying, flippy-doo motherfucker, and Shibata, who will kick you, who will kick your, Real hard. your fucking chest in. It was a real interesting uh, styles clash. And, uh, uh, and the moments that they took there with... Because this is the fun thing about Strong Style, when you get those moments where they do the fucking power matches yeah. of just hitting the shit out of each other. And there was that moment specifically where uh, Osprey, it looks like he's, you know, it looks like Shibata has the upper hand in this power match, you know, fucking, yeah. he just hits the shit out of him to the point and then kicks him and then uh, Osprey rolls out of the ring and then he's leaning against one of the ring posts and then Shibata runs over to try to finish him off and then fucking Osprey just lays him out by shoving him into the ring post. Yeah. Um, and so he's out for a minute there. Um, and the ref is counting that 20 count. Um, and I had this legitimate anxiety over that because Osprey realized, like, oh, shit, I can't get the title if he gets counted out. <laughs> so he, he had to hurry up and throw him back in. He panicked. Yeah. Because he's trying to lift him and he's fucking dead weight. Yeah. Like. You know, Shibata is kind of, you know, just fucking limp. Yeah. So he's like, oh, shit, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And so then he does that little fireman's roll that John Cena did on AJ yeah. Styles. He does that little fireman's roll, and he's like, and he's fucking just yeah. struggling and shaking and yeah. trying to power up, like, to stand up. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Osprey also, like, what gives me the anxiety also is the noises that Osprey was making because he was straight up screaming. In agony, yeah, and you know, in anxiety, just these, you know, and it wasn't like a manly scream. It was a yeah, high pitched, yeah, like, like terrifying. You know, I am, 
I am fighting for my goddamn life. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he he manages to muster up the strength and he rolls Shibata and and then uh, he then spends because he realizes Shibata is now a fucking limp ass carcass mm-hmm. you know he tries to pin him Shibata still kicks out and then he's like okay I'm gonna put him away but I'm gonna showboat a little bit and try to impress yeah. Okada at ringside so then he fucking like does Okada's taunts yeah. and then tries to set him up for a rainmaker yeah <laughs> So, and then Shibata counters that shit, and then, you know, there's a great uh, inverted 450 splash that Osprey does. Just insane spots afterward, because he starts, suddenly it's, you know, oh man, I gotta stop him trying to impress Okada, I should go into my own style here. So then he goes back into all the aerial flips and all the shit, Mm -hmm. and then Shibata just gets the upper hand and does his fucking crazy ass kick on him. Yeah, you know, and just caves his goddamn head and puts him in the sleeper hold and caves his fucking head yeah. in, yeah. and then that's the end of the match. So, Osprey looked good. Oh, totally. Know? I mean, it could have been his. It was just a lock on that sleeper hold so that put they, him away. They clearly have a lot of love and have plans for Osprey. Um, mm. he was the first Gaijin to join Chaos. You know, they they are tying them to their number one face faction. Um. He's very good. They paid him a lot of money to keep him away from WWE. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what, 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 what you want to say. Shibata yeah. is also a real good guy on the cusp of them putting him up into something. He was big and hot in the company for a while and then left to go do MMA for a couple of years. So they were like, you know, he, he was coming back on a part-time basis and they kind of didn't entirely lean on him all that hard because they wanted to make sure he didn't flake out again. Kind of like a Lesnar sitch. Yeah. But um, they're past all that now, and uh, he's very good. Uh, people really like him, and he hits very hard. <laughs> so, you know, good good on you, Shibata. Um, good long, good long promising future for Osprey. It's a very good match. Yeah. Um... So moving onward, uh, the tag team title three way match. Yes. So, uh, can you name this one? Okay, it's, it's, Ishii obviously, and Yano. it's, it's obviously Ishii and Yano still. Um, this was uh, Izuka and Davy Boy Smith, or David, whatever. Davy Boy, Boy Smith Junior. Because the uh, Lance Archer herniated a disc. Um, in between shows or on the uh, the Sapporo show, which he successfully had surgery for, so that's good. Woo. Yeah, because I was, I think the the scuttlebutt is is that they they probably would have gone over and won the the matches here if yeah. he was healthy. And I mean, it was a similar it was a similar result like, in the who match. The, you know, who fucking... the fuck was the Suzuki or no? Um, fuck, who was the uh, no. Hanma? Oh, it was GBH again, of course. Yeah, yeah, it was GBH. Hanma and Makabe. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Ishii went again. Yeah, similar result. I mean, yeah. it was kind of chaos, and then fucking ref gets distracted. Uh, Izuka had that fucking crazy-ass iron claw that he whipped out. Yeah. And, like, again, I was like, why didn't the ref just disqualify well, it? Because it's the, it's the iron claw, and he has the string he always strangles you with. Yeah, like it's, but he brought out... So they hand him a bag. He brings out this iron and claw. The, that weird claw. And uh, Yano grabs the ref and fucking uses him as a shield... And 
Azuka still charges at him with the fucking claw. Because he's an idiot Frankenstein man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't the ref just disqualify him right then? But um, Yano still just, he dodges that and then hits everyone in the balls. And then and then gets a roll up and wins. And then just shrugs. You know, he holds both belts over his shoulders and then does his little RVD thumbs yeah. and then shrugs. Yep. And that's the end of that match. And it's great, you know? And the commentary, that color commentary saying, you know, oh, God, he's just a fucking idiot. Yeah. Commentary's <laughs> never impressed, but I like him. Um, But, yeah, next. um, This would have been... This is... Uh, this is kind of... So, Osprey and Shibata are competing with the next two matches here for my favorite out of all of these between this is Osaka one, and This Sephora. is 1B. Yes, 1B. Um, that junior heavyweight title match. Dragon Lee and Hiromu Takahashi. Holy shit. So, someone pointed this out that Hiromu is um, not overly concerned with his well-being, which is a really interesting way to go about being a junior heavyweight. He's like, yeah, fuck it. He's so like, like self-destructive. It's kind of terrifying. Well, and how he reverses all these. Okay, so this match started off really fast-paced, mm -hmm. and it never fucking slowed down. Nah, dude. Like the amount of uh, the fucking destroyers that he changed oh, everything into. Yeah. Um. The crazy ass sunset flip to the outside of the ring that mm -hmm. Dragon Lee did in the beginning, um, you know these guys put on a hell of a fucking match. Just watch it, you know. I can't even do it justice just describing it. Um, yeah. Just sit down and watch because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But again, commentary uh, really helped. Yeah. Um, you know, in the end of the match, uh, they talked about how, you know, these guys... And you, you could tell. I mean, it's an intense rivalry. If you just sit down and watch the match, like, just his lack of concern for his well-being, uh, Takahashi, just because he just wants to beat the fuck out of Dragon Lee. Mm -hmm. um, and then, in the end, all the referees came out to escort Dragon Lee out, you know, because they didn't want them to continue fighting after the match. Yeah. Um, and then... I forgot the name of the other guy. I didn't write it down, and I feel bad. Who? Uh, but the older guy who came out to... Uh, he made a bunch of jokes. I mean, you can't really understand what he was saying because it was a promo in Japanese. But he taunted no, Takahashi. Yeah. yeah, taunted Takahashi. The funky and, weapon. And then uh, Takahashi tried to cheap shot him with his belt. And then yeah. he put him in that fucking ankle lock. Um, um, Taguchi is notable for I hate him. I don't like him. He's uh, I think he's one that's more popular in Japan. Um, he was he was the guy that was uh, Finn Balor's longtime tag partner. Oh yeah, he and uh, Balor were Apollo Gogo, -Go, and then Balor turned on him. So why don't you like him? He's just not the kind of comedy character I'm into. It's a lot more, I think, lost in translation with him. Yeah, and I guess my problem is, like, you know, he told a couple jokes, and there was a bunch of yuck, 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 and then... Yeah. Uh, and then the ankle lock, and then he left and was high-fiving a bunch of people. But, I mean, 
I take that as a lot of Japanese sense of humor, but yeah. I mean, still a fucking intense little spot with that ankle lock. Yeah, he they he he's in. I mean, he's a junior, and they go back and forth with him, and whatever. He 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 never puts on like dog shit matches. They're not always like super top notch, and like I mean, he's Balor's age, and he's got about the same wear and tear. So you can't expect him to go like mad wild Dragon Lee, because um. They they can pull the best young talent from CMLL because no. they do their Fantastic Mania tours in the early January, so they always grab a good uh, junior here and there. They always pick good people off to work for the juniors. So we cycle on Taguchi for a while and whatever. He's fine. Yeah. Um, Don't expect Takahashi to lose it, which, I mean, he means it probably will because I never understand their booking sometimes, but, you know. And then... Uh, afterward, immediately went into uh, 1C <laughs> for favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naito versus Elgin. Okay. So, give me your honest appraisal. How, like, mm. on a scale of 1 to 10, and this is not me trying to lead you. Yes. Like, how cool is, uh, is Naito to you? Again... Reminds me of the man with the iron fist kind of fashion. Yeah, you know that fucking crazy ass lion hair. Yeah, he's got um that. It was really cool to me. Yeah, that, just uh, that match because God, the kind of spots that he went through and you know just the reversals that he did, um, and again the story that they told there is pretty fantastic. But what were you going to say? No, I mean, if you just take... Naito used to be a face in... Um, imagine him not being a dick and not having the, the shitty taste in fashion and the shitty facial hair. He was mm-hmm. not... He was, like, super fucking lame. All you had to do was make him just be like, I don't give a fuck, and I'm going to grow this mustache. And, it, and it, it all fucking comes together, even with the dumb straw hair. Like... Yeah. He's very good. He was always very good, but there was always something that required him to, like, click. And what he kind of did was just, like, he sort of has that CM Punk thing going on where he'll just, like, cut work shoot promos about everything. And it's super good. And he can work really well. And I always, I have always enjoyed Elgin. So, uh, how they told that, because Elgin, to me is what <laughs> I mean I looked at him and I was like I he's gonna be what I wish Ryback was at WWE <laughs> um and I mean I was right he looked brutal he worked you know very athletically you yep. know and with such fucking power mm-hmm. um and how they told that story of you know, Naito approaching this so smartly in that he's just going to keep focusing on that leg. Just keep on that leg. Just keep on that leg. And, yep. and then how it eventually compromised Elgin's performance. You know, that's the way. Because it's this, you know, how do I cut down this big-ass tree? Well, they start at the base. Well, the 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 story was they he broke his orbital, but they didn't, like, overemphasize that. Like, you'd occasionally use that as, like, a spot. Like, okay, boo, hit him. Um, but it was it was more about the, the just the logistics of you're, you have to face this tiny tank monster 
How are you going right. to beat him? And I'll it's a David and sneeze. Goliath story almost because it's this tiny ass, you know, Japanese dude having to fight this big ass Canadian bear. Yep. Um, and how does he do it? He well, he starts from the bottom up. Yep. And that's a beautiful match. You know, that's yeah. good storytelling. It was so intense. Um, you know, the pacing was just right because they kicked it up when it needed to be kicked up, you know, and it burned slow when it needed to burn slow. Mm-hmm. Um, because Elgin was so fucking brutal and just beat the shit out of him. Yep. Um, but, you know, his leg was compromised and he couldn't end up moving fast enough by the end of it. Yep. That's good. No, it's good shit. This It's real, 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 real good shit. And, um, uh, you should be watching them. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much it for thoughts on New Japan. Was there anything else you wanted to add? I wish, um, there wasn't so much WWE because I'd have room in my heart and my day-to-day schedule for, um, more wrestling. Yeah, you know, and I would love to talk about these other, you know, when these bigger events happen. Um, I mean, you know, it's, well, well, we can fucking make room for the battle for Los Angeles and all this other stuff. It's just so fucking hard when, yeah, man, you know, here's another thing that I'll talk about here on this last little note. Um, it's so disappointing that, (laughs) Uh, came out with this report that this Monday was the lowest, it's record lowest ratings for Raw ever. Yep. Um, and it's so sad because this is the first good Raw show in, you know, so long. Yeah. Well, it's, WWE hasn't completely migrated to the Netflix model yet, you know? It's still very much, it's too big to uh, to I think do that quite yet but it's still everybody is saying, live events driven yeah and everybody is saying you know uh, they're drawing parallels to how the NFL experienced a lot of uh, you know record breaking lows and ratings yep because of oversaturation and I'm dealing with that issue right now with WWE where it's like man you know, this would be great if Raw wasn't three hours. Yeah. You know, but I'm sitting here on, God, I have to watch seven hours of wrestling? Eight hours? We're watching... Eight hours of wrestling. We're watching three hours of Raw, two of SmackDown, one of NXT. One of 205 Live. Well, it's, I mean, let's be honest. And and then Talking Smack. And Talking so Smack. So seven and a half hours worth That's of the, WWE that is, a that week. Is, that, is, that is a not pay-per-view week. That is a not pay-per-view week. And then a pay-per-view week, suddenly you have... An extra you know, three, four hours on top of that. So, let's... And, that's, just, and that, that isn't a big four week. Because yeah. you had another two hours for a fucking takeover. Right. But let's just talk about a what I... Week, yeah. So, how... The reason why we had to split this up into two episodes and record on two separate fucking days is because... Let me put it to you this way. In terms of the amount of wrestling that I've watched this week, Elimination Chamber was... Three hours. Three hours. hours. Three, four hours. It was about three and a half hours, right? Then Raw, which was three three hours. hours. So I'm already at six hours. Six hours. By Monday. 
<laughs> um, so then Tuesday comes along, SmackDown. So I'm watching it's SmackDown two more hours, then Talking, Talking Smack, which is another... That is a work day. That and is you, another three. That is a whole work day, and then you skipped lunch, buddy. Yeah. So that's eight hours so far that we're on. That's eight and, and a half then hours. 205 Live, that's an, yeah. nine hours. And then um, nine and a half hours, and, and then, then NXT, NXT the next day. Ten and a half hours. So then we're at ten and a half hours, and then I had to watch both New Japan shows. Two, three plus hours of New Japan. So I went through just this week alone. I I was sitting at just under twenty hours of wrestling. And think, Colin, you could have like I don't know, read something. Yeah, and by the way, I had to fit this in amongst. Uh, a work week and all of my other projects that I'm doing basically all of my free time was dedicated to wrestling <laughs> as it should be and all is right with the world yeah and I mean and not to mention like having to stay in tune with what's happening in terms of wrestling news in terms of what's happening it's so much easier when you have these but again oversaturation like every two and a half weeks we're dealing with another pay-per-view yeah man from wwe like oh my god man i'm almost thinking like man we should just dial it back on wwe yeah Um, and this isn't even this is just wwe this is just and i mean because we added in new japan we were at just under 20 hours of wrestling well okay god forbid you know anything else comes on that we should watch I mean, and here's Any the other thing: of the other great that, federations out there, Lucha, I don't want to just. Honor, I don't want to just talk about WWE UFC. pro wrestling because I want to talk. Yeah, I want to talk UFC. I'd love to talk if a major event happens on Bellator or on UFC. I'd love to talk real fighting. I'd love to talk like if there's a major boxing match, let's fucking talk that. So when are we talking real fighting? Because none of these are real sports. Yeah, no these one. are all work sports. These, all of these are work sports. <laughs> um. But I'd love to talk about them, and I'd love to talk about, you know, New Japan. I'd love to talk ROH. I'd love to talk Lucha Underground. I'd I have still, to learn all of these things. I still want to do a classic ECW reviews, but then we'd have to watch old ECW. Exactly. It's just an oversaturation of the wrestling market, and it's becoming such a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> God forbid we try to watch any Indies or British stuff. Yeah, we make this shit weekly, and this suddenly becomes such a, you know, fucking, um, you know, such a fucking production. You know, I'm having a. So if you donate to our Patreon, we could quit our jobs and do it full time. Woo woo! Go to Patreon.com/slash/FightForeverPod and donate now. Except you don't have the a page Patreon. does not exist. <laughs> If you're listening to this, it might exist in the future. It does not as of the time of this recording, but please do not let that stop you from sending me money. Woo! Woo! Um, like, comment, yeah. subscribe if you like sending money. Woo! I hope you guys enjoyed this more casual episode of Fight Forever podcast. Yeah, because this isn't really going to get much editing at all. Nope. Nope. Are you putting in music at the end uh, of it? At the beginning, maybe. No, I'll probably tune out. Are you going to put in that do... rock song? Yeah, well, that doesn't have a name. Does it? Um, yeah. By the way, that that's my good buddy. Uh, I, I I don't know if I can say his name because he's he's now signed. So, he an old an old band member of mine. Uh, the band name that he went under for that recording project was Red Wire. Um, I just wanted to give him some credit, and also uh, all we, the beats yeah. that we use are made by uh, my good buddy Neftali. I yeah. can actually we can credit him because well, he's not signed. Jive slippers. Um, 
Uh, not Jives, Mo Goodly. Mo Goodly, whatever. So SoundCloud.com slash Mo Goodly for Mother all Roger, the No, we're going to record. This is what I've told you we need to do. We're going to write an outgoing... S- okay, here. Let's work we'll it right now. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fight Forever. If you like us, uh, tell a friend. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, or Facebook at Fight Forever Pod. Coming soon to iTunes and Google Play. Please comment, like, share, subscribe, leave a five-star review, tell a friend, come, uh, d- d- join our Patreon. Um, uh, today's theme music was Fight Forever by uh, Mo Goodley. You can find him at soundcloud.com slash Mo Goodley and off the our, album Fight Forever. And our outro music is by Redwire. Spiraling by Redwire. You can find them never... You can find them never They're because... They're a secret band. <laughs> I hope was, that he puts out his record soon. If you find out who this band is, let us know, because even we don't know. <laughs> it came in in a crow's talons at the break of midnight. It was a very terrifying moment. But at the risk of getting him in trouble, uh, go check out Blind Wish. It's a great band. <laughs> um... And they're on tour. They're probably coming to a town near you also, at some point. Also, while you're checking them out, check out Skeleton Witch. Because they're a good band, too. And they sound sort of like Blind Witch. That's the first thing. Blind Witch, that's the first thing I thought of. What's other good bands they should listen to, Colin? <laughs> what are you jamming on right now? Um, what's, what's your jam? What's in your Spotify? Oh, Jesus, dude. I've been... I actually have been listening to that new future self titled album. Oh, cool. That's good. Yeah. I never listened to it. Yeah. I don't actually you know you know what's a music project you should check out, Zach? What? Oh, do, uh, you better say it. What are you gonna um, say? What, what what do you think I'm gonna say? Well, I don't know. Because I'll tell you what, because I've been you know who uh who Spotify told me I'd be into when they were totally right? Who? Atmosphere. Oh, Atmosphere's a shit, dude. So, Atmosphere came by um, the Bomb Factory not too long ago, I think. Oh, that's cool. Um, and uh, all of my friends were there. <laughs> Everybody I know. I was like, how come hey, everyone guys. loves Atmosphere? They're very good. I like Atmosphere. Oh, and, uh, oh, but what was I going to say? Uh, Quell Chris. You'd oh, like him. cool. Uh, I've been, He's really avant-garde. I've been jamming a lot of Ghost yeah. and uh, Tobacco right now. That's kind of been my top two. Oh, well, shit. Yeah, it's good. Well, there's enough free promotion of music projects. Um, uh, everybody have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. See you next week. And clever sign-off. Yay. I love you. I don't.